Check one, two, one, two. Come on, come on. <laughs> well, you guys asked for it, and we're delivering. <laughs> As you can tell with that wonderful mic check, we have someone new in the studio today with me. I'm here with my best friend and my wonderful companion, Jared. <laughs> Hi, Jared. Hey, guys. <laughs> so, with it being Valentine's this week, I was hoping to get on here sooner, but we are here to share our story of how we met because I love it so much and it has to do with Valentine's. And together, we want to welcome you to the Strengthened by Stories podcast. Usually when I tell people our story, I ask which side of the story they want. Do you think our side of the stories are different? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to just start at the very beginning. <laughs> do you want to start us off? <laughs> or do you want me to start? Uh, go for it. Well, many years ago, 13 years ago to be exact, on Valentine's Day, I was sitting at my apartment. I had just gotten back from going to dinner with my mom and dad and my grandma. They came down and picked me up from my college dorm and took me out to eat for Valentine's because I did not have a date that night, unlike many other college students and my roommates did. So I was grateful to get out and have some fun. And after we were finished, my mom decided to come back and stick around my apartment she helped me clean, and we watched American Idol, and just did some fun things while we waited for everyone else to get back. And lo and behold, there was a knock at the door. Did you want to do the sound effects? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like this. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Just kidding. So I was like, who in the world would be at my door? Everyone is out on dates, and that was my attitude. So I opened the door, and there was this hunk of a cute guy staring back at me. <laughs> kind of unexpected and he had quite the question what was the question so she opened the door and i said i've got a bad headache do you have any <laughs> ibuprofen and she was like um I, I don't know and her mom came to the door and like yeah we got something i'll go look and so she closes the door and i'm like okay and this <laughs> is where our stories are different so i was there with my friends typically we were out we would just go to different colleges and we would try to meet different girls, so we'd just knock on girls' dorms. So it just so happened that we didn't have any dates on Valentine's. So we thought, let's go knock on some doors and see if we can find one. So I knocked on this door. Yeah, my buddies and I kind of chickened out. We actually started walking away, and it's like, no, we got to go back. My friend was like, we got to do this. And so we went back to the door right as, as Janica opened the door. Yeah. Before when he told you, I closed the door on him. I really didn't mean to close the door because my door had an automatic spring. And so I was kind of like, what do I do? Yeah, she closed it. No, I was trying to keep it open. And I was like, mom, what do I do? Come hold the door open. Like, I didn't want to shut it in his face, but apparently he thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying to hold it open and talk to my mom like, mom, you know, what do I do? And she's like, well, I said, I don't have any ibuprofen. She's like, do you have Tylenol? Do you have anything? And I said, oh, I have Tylenol. So I ran back, and I think she came and grabbed the door at that point, or I invited you in. Which one? I don't know. Yeah, she invited us in. Actually, <laughs> it was her mom that invited us in. <laughs> and for the record, I really didn't have a headache that day. It was just an excuse <laughs> to get in the door. 
Good excuse. Well, he came in, and his friends were at the door by the time I got back, too. So there were four of you yep. at the door, and you came in my apartment. So my Valentine's night turned into just a fun night hanging out with these random guys. You know, it was pretty cool. And we just talked and got to know each other, and my mom asked most of the questions because I'm not that kind to ask very many questions, but... Lo and behold, the night came to an end. We exchanged emails, <laughs> believe it yeah, or not. Yeah, so actually we wrote our emails <coughs> on a napkin. Yes. Wasn't anything else to write on, so exchanged emails on a napkin. <laughs> and Janica's mom was like, well, I got a call for a ride home because her husband had left her down there so she could stay with Janica. So I offered and said, hey, how about we just take you home? We'd never met her before. Didn't even know where she lived. Yeah, we offered to take her home. Yep. So that first night, my future husband took his future mother-in-law home. We didn't even know at that point. <laughs> but Jared remembers thinking, hey, now I know where she lives. And I know where she's from. I know where her mom lives, you know. So he knew my whereabouts pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, I remember thinking and looking at this napkin. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to email these guys and... Tell them thanks for taking my mom home because what guys would want to take a random lady home? <laughs> you know, not some young girl, but a mom, you know. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I said, how can I approach these guys? There was one in particular, a.k.a. Jared, that I wanted to for sure see again, but I didn't know who would respond to my email. So I think I emailed all of them and just said, hey, you know what? Thanks for taking my mom home. Hopefully it wasn't awkward, you know. It was really nice meeting you. And I think it was like just a day went by. Jared was the only one that responded. And I remember being like, woohoo! I was so excited. Yeah, I think it was actually less than a day. Yeah, maybe. So one of my buddies was really interested in Janik. And I was like, man, I better jump on this before he does. So I, I quickly asked her out on her date. And I said, hey, would you like to go out this Friday? She said... <laughs> I can't. It's my grandma's birthday. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's a lame excuse. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I just thought she's just pushing me off. I was like, who knows? It probably isn't her grandma's birthday anyway. <laughs> yeah. Lame excuse. I barely <laughs> knew the kid. <laughs> should have just invited me to your grandma's birthday party. I know. <laughs> like you should have invited me to your sister's wedding. Yeah, exactly. Just not too long after that. But anyway, so... We ended up going on our first date eventually down the road after my grandma's birthday. Like two weeks later. Yeah, so not too far off. And our first date was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I warmed up to him and he showed me the ropes of being silly and having fun. And what did we do, Jared, on our first date? So me and my friends, we each had dates and we went downtown to the Olive Garden. And as we were sitting down getting ready to to eat the waitress asked if there's anything that she could do for us and i said yeah actually could you pray for us could you pray <laughs> over our food and she's like uh well i don't really pray and i said that's okay that'd be great anyway so she says a little prayer and janica just seemed embarrassed by the whole thing but i thought it was really fun definitely out of my comfort zone <laughs> i would never ask something like that <laughs> so afterwards we walked around for a little bit walked up in the avenues and was getting ready time to drop Janica off, and my friend and his stayed off. 
So he forgot the run in with the cops. Oh, right. Yeah. So <laughs> that was also out of my comfort zone. <laughs> so my dad worked downtown and happened to have access to the parking garage there. But the only way to get into the parking garage after hours was to go through the mall. So we had this pass. I clicked on the door open for us and we're just walking through. There's nobody in the whole mall. It's like deserted. It's like way late. <laughs> All of a sudden, these two security guards come right around the corner and how did you get in here what are you guys doing here and i was like i have a pass yep we were playing it cool things were all good right yep so we didn't do anything wrong <laughs> we ended up just kept going anyway and just went to the car and then after that we had a interesting drive home so my friend said hey i know a shortcut to to drop these girls off so we're going down this like back roads <laughs> dark couldn't see anything and I'm sitting in the back with Janica and my friend Jed's up front <laughs> with his date. And all of a sudden we start like seeing all these mounds of garbage everywhere. <laughs> I was like, where in the world are we? Somehow we ended up in the middle of the dump. I have no idea how we got there. <laughs> yeah. And we were kind of lost. The but road, somehow we got out. The road is like super bumpy too. Yes. Very bumpy. And at this point, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't think I needed to go to the bathroom before we left downtown. But anyway, by this point, I really, really needed to go to the bathroom. And I just remember thinking, okay, I can hold out till we get to this girl's house or we get home. Because I didn't think it would take that long. You know, he knew a shortcut, <laughs> supposedly. And the shortcut was very bumpy, very rigid. And my bladder was extremely full. And I just remember about losing it. And thinking, this guy is either going to love or hate me or be totally understanding if I lose my bladder. Right here on my first date with this amazing guy. And I was very embarrassed and didn't know what to do. So what should have been 10 minutes turned into <laughs> 20, 30, 35. Who knows? Finally, we found our way out of this dump onto the road we're supposed to be on. And we get to my friend's date's house. And... Janica quickly says, uh, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> can I please come use the restroom? So she said, yeah. So I went in and used the restroom. Not so awkward at all. My buddy walks two dates up to the door and I'm sitting in the car by myself. Like, wow, this is really awkward. <laughs> but anyway, so the door scene was a little bit interesting because I went to the bathroom and came out and said, okay, see you later. I'll be in the car. Went back to be with Jared. And he's like, why didn't you tell me? Like, I'm like, oh, well, we were in the middle of nowhere. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> we could have pulled over in the dump. Plenty, plenty of piles to hide behind. <laughs> Pull over and take a squat. Don't look, guys. On a first date. <clears throat> yeah, didn't want to do that. So that was our first date experience. And we stayed in contact pretty much after that. Yeah. Pretty regularly, probably, I would say. Yeah, probably went on a date almost every weekend after that. We were going to two different schools, but he would... Oh, were we at that time? Yeah, so we were going to the same school, same college, but, but I were... was driving down every day, 30, 40-minute drive every day. Yeah, so sometimes when he would drive at, drive down, I would ride back with him or vice versa sometimes back to my parents and drop him off or if I just wanted to go home and visit. He wasn't living down there at the time, but I was. <clears throat> so, yeah, we kept in contact that way. And then just a few months later... We had to part ways. Very sad. 
<laughs> part of the story, <laughs> but exciting too. I actually had the opportunity to go with my family back to New York and perform in the Hill Kimura pageant. If any of you have been back there and seen that, it was a really neat experience. But at the time, I had just met this guy and I was like, oh, I have to leave before he has to leave. And Jared was preparing to leave on his mission for two years. So it would be a really long time till I could see him. So that kind of leads up to our <laughs> first kiss. <laughs> yes, I guess it does. <laughs> so we'd been dating for, what, four and a half, five months? Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is the last time I'm going to see this girl, you know, for two years. I was like, I got to make my move. I was so, so scared to death to even kiss her. We had just got back from the Stadium of Fire. Yep. So, Traveled home. It was kind of late. Yep, it was late, and I was driving Janica's Jeep home. <laughs> and the whole way home, I was like, oh, my gosh, I just got to kiss her. It's like I just got to hurry and do this. <laughs> so she drops me off, or I guess I drove to my house and gave her the keys back. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there giving her a hug. We're leaning up against her Jeep. And she said, okay, this is it. And her back is to my chest, and I quickly did this side kiss and caught half of her lips. And I thought, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, it was so embarrassing. But it was still cute. And Janica was it. like, what was that? I was like, well, I don't know. I think it was a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so she walks me up to the door, which is totally backwards of how I'd normally do things. And I decided, so now we got to try that again. So I, the only movie I could think of was from Hitch when Will Smith leans in. And he says, the guy goes in 90% of the way and he just waits for the girl to go the extra 10. So I came in 90 and I just waited until she came in the extra 10. Good old Hitch. Yep. That was a much better kiss, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, so that's how we parted ways, and I left like the next day or really soon after that to go back to New York. And then a couple weeks later, I left on my mission for two years. Yep, and I had wonderful friends and some family that went to his farewell and bid him farewell for me, and I just remember being back in New York, sitting in our sacrament, and I knew that his was going on at the same time, and I was just about to lose it, and so I had to walk out, <laughs> kind of, it was like in a pavilion, so I had to walk out of the pavilion and just kind of compose myself and just kind of think and pray for a little bit because it was really hard. Part of me wanted to ask my dad and beg my dad to just send me back just for his farewell. He would have done it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure he would have. He would want to, but I just remember thinking, can I just go back? I'll come right back. You know, I just want to say one last goodbye. It was really hard, but I got through it. And for two years, we were pretty faithful at writing each other. Yeah. Maybe faithful is not yeah, Janica the best got, word. but Towards the end, I just would write one general letter home. I would talk about different things I was doing on my mission. And Janica would start getting jealous of other girls that I was, you know, teaching or things like that. Or the the sister, sister missionaries. missionaries. I was like, I'm really not interested in the other sister missionaries, but Janica would get jealous of it. That was towards the end. I had to keep an eye out. Yeah. So <laughs> when I was on my mission, my mission president used to always tell the elders, elders, just forget about your girlfriends. So they won't <laughs> be there when you get home. He said only about 1% of you guys will have a girlfriend when you end your mission. 
So I just never told people that I had a girlfriend back home. I just thought I don't want to be one of those, you know, <laughs> that loses my girlfriend in case she does dump me, then no one will have to know. <laughs> so the very end, you have an exit interview with your mission president. And I said, President, I made the 1% club. <laughs> and he looked at me and said, Congratulations, Elder. Shook my hand. That was about it. <laughs> yep. I was still there when he got back. And I was really hoping to be. So that was pretty cool. Proud of you, Elder. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so anyway. So anyway, fast forward two years. <laughs> I get home and we had always met at our our little halfway between point between my parents' house and her parents' house. I was at the old Navy. So I said, How about we meet up at Old Navy? And so I'm well, driving. before that, you texted me at work. Oh, that's true. From a random number I didn't know whose number it was. And all it said is, as you wish, I believe, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. And I was sitting there, and I knew he was getting home, but I was like, what in the world? And I had heard him say that before, but it didn't really click. Like, I'm like, I don't think this could be him. Like, I was really anxious, and everyone at work had known that he was coming home, and so they were asking all about it. Are you going to see him? And I'm like, I don't know, you know. So when I got that text, I was like, what in the world? And then I finally figured it out, or... I don't know. Maybe he texted me something before that, and he answered me with "as you wish," yeah. and I was like, "Oh my goodness! I think this is him." Yeah. So I never but. really told her who I was until the very end. Yeah. So then I was like, "Hey, let's meet up at our our spot down at the old navy." So we pull up, and I could see her little red car, and I pulled up right behind her. She's looking in her rearview <laughs> mirror and jumped out and gave her a big hug. And right as I'm giving her a hug, my uncle walks out. And he's like, <laughs> some reason he was shopping at old navy he's like so did you kiss her yet yep and i was like i just barely saw her again <laughs> like two seconds ago <laughs> so anyway later that night i kissed her <laughs> yeah no it no it would have been two like nights, two nights yeah, two, later i guess it was two nights later i i kissed janica yeah he waited a little bit yeah figure i'd probably better wait a little bit <laughs> clear right? the waters <laughs> and the funny part about him coming home for me is at his homecoming I just kind of I'm the type that kind of stands back and just lets everyone else do their thing you know I'm not going to rush up there and you know greet him first thing but I sure wanted to but my personality just kind of hung back because I didn't want to be in the middle of everything because it's kind of a special thing and everyone else wants to say hi too because he's a good looking return missionary <laughs> but <laughs> my grandma my sweet grandma was there with us and she had a mind of her own and yeah. she was so, right there so anyway <laughs> i janet had actually left i think i don't think you were there i don't know maybe yeah, i did leave i had a few different girls that were there and wanted to talk to me and anyway they a few girls hung around for a little bit and finally janica's grandma had had enough and she kind of had a little raspier voice and <laughs> she looks right at this girl and she said he's taken and i was like whoa whoa, whoa i just got back you know I, just give my homecoming talk. <laughs> that was my grandma. She had my back. And so I was just, I just went to his house and waited for him there because yeah. they were eating afterwards. Because afterwards I was like, where did Jacka go? She was the only one I was interested in. And I was like, she just disappeared. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll be over here. So anyway, long story short, after that, we just dated after that. Yeah. Like, what, six weeks later, we were engaged? Yeah, basically. Not officially, but... Yeah, 
<clears throat> we had talked about it. And then in October, that was in July, he got home and in October, it was official that we were engaged. But we had kind of had to talk about it before that because, lo and behold, a month and a half later, or even just a month after that official engagement, we decided to get married <laughs> in November. So, yeah, July, August, September, October, November. About four and a half months or so. Mm-hmm. To the day almost. Yeah. That I got home. Yep. So, that is our love story and how we met. And it's just a really fun one to tell around Valentine's Day because we met on Valentine's Day. And it was just a unique way and it's fun to celebrate together on Valentine's. And always remember and reminisce. So, there you have it. That's how Jared and I met on Valentine's Day, and we love to share that with people. I want to know how you guys met your significant other, your spouse, and how each day you show each other you love each other. Because I believe that it's not a one and done thing. You need to spark your relationship every day. Not once a year, not once a week, but every day. We need to work on our relationships and so that our families know how much we love each other. Thanks for joining us on the Strengthened by Stories podcast. This one was a little bit more laid back and fun, and we have some other great ones coming up. So please go to my Instagram, follow along so you know what story is coming up next. And if you by chance know anybody who has a wonderful story to tell that will strengthen other people that we can relate to and grow from, please contact me. I'd love to hear from them. See you next time.